the culture. <laughs> podcast. The culture. It podcast. Is, you know, it's still Wake a drop. your punk ass up. Wake up. You know what I mean? It's still That's a drop. It's still a drop. It's still a drop. You don't have to say podcast. Huh? You don't have to say podcast. I want to say podcast because we got a series. It'd be funny. I know that. Oh, that'd be funny. Yo, you ready? Yeah, yeah. What up? It's your boy, Alley Cat. And I'm Twin. This is The Culture. The podcast. Episode that we on is called Betrayal by Your Own Kind. That's right. So Once again, sh- I'm going to say this one more time. It's going to be a good topic. This episode is called Betrayal by Your Own Kind. They yeah. come as your friends. That's not right. Not your enemies. They come as your family. So it's one thing to talk about another culture, another race of people, but we also got to talk about our own, right? We don't leave our own out, right? And At this is what the episode is about today. That betrayal. We're not doing the time. We're not on the time. We're not on the time. So let's so, talk about some current events. You know what I mean? Right? There's, there's you know, a lot of information going, coming out, you know, lately. Man, um, get to the point. You're talking about poor Richard Mooney. Pryor, and son, Mooney. and poor Mooney. And I, and I like poor Mooney because... He seems so prolific as being a pro-black. Oh, uh, no, definitely. Definitely. When you go to see his shows, a lot of white people walk out of shows. And, and I don't yeah. care, you know, what they say. What, and, I, and, I, and, you know, growing up, I thought Paul Mooney had shit in his tank. With I mean, the way his gestures and his movement. But History shows he was always open about that. But it doesn't so matter. That's not, yeah, that, but that's not my complaint. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying, but I know yeah. you get ready going to. And definitely. if y'all ain't ready for it, Please get ready. I'm matter of fact, I'm gonna hold up because the sirens is even coming. So they let you know this shit is hot. It's on the table. <laughs> so when we're we talking look- about rape, rape your best friend's kid. That's what he accused of. That's what he's accused of. This allegedly. Is accusation. Yeah. Accusation. Accusation. Right. So out there today. Oh my gosh, the sirens is hot. This topic is hot. This topic is on fire. So when we look at it, right? Paul Mooney, Richard Pryor, even his son, these are not weak people. No. These are strong people. My man put a million dollars on his head. Richard Pryor. Say he put a million dollars up. This is what Richard Pryor, let's get the statements right. This is what Richard Pryor, former bodyguard, said. Allegedly this happened. Allegedly this happened. That a million dollars was put up on Paul Mooney's head by Richard Pryor, but Richard Pryor never went through with it. Because, you know... He got caught on fire. There you go. He burnt up. All this is all alleged. It's on the topic. We don't really touch these topics, but it's good to touch... It's, we have to start touching some of these topics because we, we, they can't go left unsaid or unknown. Um, that man is a dead man. You know, he graced us with his presence in life at one time. He was a great artist, a great comedian. Um, he's one of my favorites, if not... These favorite of mine, he's definitely in the top 10. He was number one to me. You know what I mean? Then I had Eddie Murphy. Then I had Martin Lawrence. Definitely. And, and, and you know, the list can go on, but he's definitely my top 10. He's number one to me. Now, now we know, like, these are strong black men. Do you think the environment was weird? Where I mean, was, maybe they had dozed in some of these activities? Listen, no, listen, he kept it real. Would you probably kept it real? Oh, no doubt. He was black Hollywood. No doubt. He said, I was running around here getting high. Yeah, and yeah. He said, I fucked Now, he told himself. He said, so let's not bullshit. And he stated let's that, let me tell it so nobody so else can tell it. it. You know what I'm saying? That's, so, why, yeah. that's why, you know, people be like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, some people talk too much. Nah, he told his own truth. And it's good sometimes to talk too much because you know why? If you tell him yourself, nobody else can tell him. Right. Not right. telling on somebody else. You tell on yourself, 
nobody else can tell it. Nobody can, how would you say, extort you. Mm -hmm. Nobody can try to do anything of a form of extortion to you. Nobody mm. can blackmail you, which is a form of extortion. Mm. Nobody can try to embarrass you, which is a form of extortion. Definitely. Nobody can do nothing of the sort Definitely. when you keep it real with yourself. And he kept it real with himself. And he said, listen, I wasn't in my mind said I was getting high and it was a pretty motherfucker looking like a woman. So, so what you think about this stuff coming to the light? Obviously this, if it is true, allegedly, you know, this man had two sides to him. There's always two sides to a story. And then it's the to truth. To the story. But to him, his personality, his character, him as a man. Well, it's, look, one, it's one thing to go both ways. That's, that's cool. Talking, that's what you do. You're talking about Richard Pryor. No, I'm talking about Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney, okay. Right? So, so it's obvious if this is true, allegedly, that he liked little boys. Now, my, my, my thought is, where is the culture coming from? You know what I'm saying? Because these are strong black men. I think the society or the environment that they was around being top Hollywood comedians. Black. Black comedians at that. I, I My they, obvious thought is needed, that their environment was sick. Their environment was sick or yeah. did they? Their environment was sick and mm. they, needed to be, they needed the need to be accepted. To get accepted. Um, it's, it's both. It's both involved. You know, he had the Richard Pryor show, which Paul Mooney wrote for. You know what I'm saying? He's a brilliant writer, don't get me wrong about that. He did his thing. Even um, even there's a guy that was a comedian on Mad TV who talked about he wanted Paul Mooney, which is Aerie Spears, who wanted Paul Mooney to write for Mad TV. And actually Paul Mooney was interviewed for this uh, Mad TV interview. And he was like, listen, like Mad TV, they stole all my material. You made me laugh, you know? He's a comedian, Aerie Spears. And he was like, he was like, um, how he always thought that Paul Mooney had a little sugar in his tank. But I have no problem with that. If you want to be with somebody else growing, that's, that's fine. Are, yeah. We are talking about specifically, we're talking about molestation or rape of a child. This is our issue. You know? That is the big issue. Yes. And, and if something like that actually is done, which people do do this in the world. Every day. You know what it is? Yeah. Molestation now, they only get a slap on the wrist. Mm. I mean by the, the form of molestation, like you go mm -hmm. to the courthouse, right. it's a lot of molestation going on. Oh, because they're trying to legalize it. There's an organization that's trying to legalize crazy. sleeping with kids. Because, yeah. and it goes back in the color and race. Mm. Uh, mm. I, I forgot the young white man's name. Mm. He raped like a little girl, four or five. Okay. And he only got like probation or something. Oh, he yeah. said he was in college. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I'll come back with the statistics and I'll, I'll show it to you if it need be. Yeah. I mean, America was born off of rape. At one point, they, you, it was legal to rape a black woman. It, it wasn't against the law. No, this is all rape. Yeah. Oh, Gentrification <laughs> is rape. Oh, no, no doubt. So, no okay, doubt. So, so now back to the topic. So we're talking about the corporate act, we're talking about the physical act. The physical act of rape, black women used to get raped all the time and it wasn't illegal when white men used to do it. So this is a part of their culture. This is a part of their society. So I'm like, these men is influenced by these societies. So they thinking it's not wrong. Because they needed issue. it, they was thinking yeah. for the dollar. Right. And the power of dollar is a strong motherfucker. Oh, it is. When I got my favorite comedian like Martin Lawrence running down a highway or a roadway with a gun in his hand talking about they're going to kill me. And they claiming he was high. I mean, you know. Well, he said he was high. Dave Chappelle said it the best. He said, he said, you know, these are strong people. He said their environment is just a little sick. You know, we never known these people of doing this before they got into Hollywood. When they get popular or the star, the stardom kicks in, you see the behavior starts to change. 
and this is our issue. And you know, we're talking about our own people today, you know, uh, not just to chastise them or not to go against them, we just trying to help correct it. This is all allegedly, but um, you know, it's very disappointing to hear somebody of that strong will, somebody who's that pro-black to act in such I a way, Paul you know, allegedly. Yeah. I love Paul Moon. <laughs> I mean, cause he, speak, cause he speaks his mind, he's so yes. transparent. Yes. Um, if it is true, it saddens my heart and my soul. Mm. Um, Paul Mooney knows the truth. Yes. Richard Pryor's son knows the truth. And Richard Pryor, God bless his soul, knows the truth. Definitely. Richard Pryor's son is still alive. Um, he's in that world, the LBGT community. Um, and if he wants to speak his truth, he will. And, and, and if he doesn't, it's on him, you know. I, I hope but he do. I, 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 For I, psychological reasons, I hope he do. Well, you know. You know. Because I'm sure he didn't want it to get it out. It but I'm, but, to get out, but now people, that it's out. But I'm tired of people bringing something out. If you didn't bring it out, mm. then that means you live with it. No matter how you live with it, yes. you live with it. Yeah. You condoned it. Mm. And what I mean by you condoned it, we can look at it and say it all this and that, but you mm. found a way to live with it. Mm. Not saying it's right. And it might have fucked up your whole life. Right. Because I, I, I dated women that was molested. And I've seen how it, their life it, or you do a certain thing and how the reactions was just different. Yes. It fucks up with their psychology. definitely and, and, and then you say, oh, well, you got to be accountable for your actions. You got to be, motherfucker, this nigga molested me and rape, or raped me. Or however you want to look at it, how I'm going to be accountable for my actions mm. when my mind ain't right? Mm. But I found a way to live with it. Yeah. So that's that's a big ordeal. No, it's a huge ordeal. You know what I mean? When I look at it, because I always say for a rapist, you know, they could change the act but they can never change the thought. So a rapist could stop raping, but doesn't mean he don't think about it. Doesn't mean he don't think about still doing it today. But, but, but what yeah. about the, the person that got raped? Their thought, they, they feel vulnerable. They feel, they, when they wash, they, listen. And also, and also hurt people hurt people. That so, is true. So sometimes the people who get raped wind up raping people themselves. Now, I don't really like to judge those that may have been raped, and that had been planted in their mind and they think that way about other people, right? Because as a psychiatrist, you got to deal with the bottom line of the sickness. You got to deal with the beginning of the sickness. But you know, a what causes? Yeah. You know, not to cut you off, a right. psychiatrist really just sits there and listens and just makes you pinpoint and see where you are. But they also says, deal you know with what? the root. Do you see? But they also yeah, deal they with get, the root. They get to the root. That, that's but the they, whole thing. But you, but you really did it yourself. I mean, you you're just telling it. your life story. You're telling your life story for a reason. How did you start it growing up? Take me back to when you was younger. What happened? And they got to get to the root of it. Yeah. So they see where the problem, you know, lies at. How did it manifest into this monster but then you or know, to the person you're today? You're your own problem. Uh, yeah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. And that's what you we know talk. the cause and effect. We, we, it is cause and effect. And that's why we deal with all the time. Like, we deal with individualism. There's no such thing as being an individual. There's not. You're a part of a society. You're a part of a, a multifaceted society. All right, so individually, and, yeah. And it's no individuals in a yeah. society. No. Because they make no. more than one pair of sneakers. Yes. So that Pumas with the gray stripe, mm -hmm. they made about a thousand pairs. That's right. So you're not an individual. Oh, because you rocked it different? They made that same outfit. There you go. That you're wearing. Probably printed up 5,000 units of it, of the shirt. J just to expand, because he getting deep. 
He's getting deep with it. When you go clothing shopping, you're not looking through the window as an individual shopping for an individual. There's a team of people that makes up that color, that decide that color is going to come out today. But, but let's yeah. not, because we don't want to. No, we're not getting off. We just, we just giving that, them a concept. That's, that's so, that concept is so deep. Yes, that's why individual. a lot of corporate yeah. America don't do, a lot of fashion companies, mm -hmm. fashion houses, right. do not do boutique lines. Mm. They do what you call mid-tier lines. Mm. Mid-tier, bottom-tier. I mean, keep the numbers. That's, so that's a whole nother that's conversation. But, that, but the raping is not an individual thing. You know, the, the, the sickness is brought upon by somebody else in whatever environment or whatever situation this, this person was in. So when they say yeah. this individual, it wasn't just him. Right, because when we look at the R. Kelly thing, and you know, they say R. Kelly's molesting young people. There are women that's working with him. There are other men that's working with him that's bringing over younger girls. There's a lot of people that's, that's complicit with these crimes. You understand? So it's never an individual thing. What you so, call co-conspirators. There you go. So when R. Kelly see his own self only getting knocked for these crimes, it's like they out only to get me. What about all these other people that think like me, may not have acted or have participated in they all facilitating these girls? The parents bring them. I'm talking about not physically. No, but they, they participate because you brought Yeah, the, some of the parents the too. No doubt. So now. No doubt. You no have doubt. all these things that's uh -huh. going on. Yeah. But you look for one person to blame. You look for the higher up, the higher up to blame. The higher up is the person that has more to lose. Which more. means it's going to continue. That's all that means. Because you're not getting all the corporate, cor corporates that's, you know, indulged in these crimes. So all that means is going to continue. When's the next R. Kelly going to come? Paul Mooney did this. No, no, How no. many kids it's have Paul Mooney did this to if this is true? true? Yeah, if this is true. Yeah. Because, you know, it's big for R. Kelly. You know he's not he's not going to get off. I mean, I mean, that's my opinion. Nah, he, With all he's these charges in different states, mm -hmm. he's not going to get off. He's going to be made an example. But how this has been going on for so long, what is it? He didn't want to pay somebody. So now Paul Mooney wasn't able to pay somebody or whatever it is. Because you never know what it is or what's going on. So, so the outside looking in, celebrities should never be our role models. They should never. always be your friends, your no, family, no, well, the well, people that's closest well, to you. It, it, yeah. it, it, your, your role models mm -hmm. start with your parents. That's oh. first. Yes, you should look up to. But some that, people and, ain't and having parents. And after that, it's usually, it is usually your friends I mean, and, and your generally, teachers. Generally. It, it, you, it's usually your friends right. and then your teachers. Because mm -hmm. you go to school. And then you spend more time with your teachers and your friends than you do with your parents because your parents have to go to work. That's Especially right. in middle class society. And that's our key edifice to this whole conversation. That's the, that's the cornerstone. That is the keystone of this whole edifice, right? Is that you shouldn't be looking at an abstract star that you really don't know to look up to and to be your role model. You really don't know these people. You don't know who yeah. they are, how they live, where they None live. Of that. Chad Ochocinco did an interview and said everything he wore was fake. You wouldn't question him because he was an NFL player. Mm -hmm. He had a multi-million dollar contract so you would never question it. Right. I've known some gangsters in the street mm -hmm. that brought some fake true religions or whatever it is. And I said, yo, why are you doing that? They said, because ain't nobody gonna question me, baby. I'm who I am. So think about it. That's food for thought. Question everything. Yo, I'm Twin. This is The Culture. I'm Alley Cat. Podcast. This is what we Peace. do. Crazy, man. Paul Mooney.